What is up, guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. I feel like I just yelled into the microphone. I'm very sorry if that was too loud for you. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Heart Surrendered. And welcome to a very, very special day, okay? I have been talking about this day all month long, and I just want to take a moment and say happy 2-22-2022, everybody. It is a very, very special day. I I considered throwing a party on this day. I was so excited. And so I hope that you are having the best 2-22-2022 day on a Tuesday that you could possibly be having. I hope that you are treating yourself, um, making it special because it is a very special day. Once in a lifetime opportunity right here, people take advantage of it. Anyways, I hope it's a good day. Hope it's a good week. Welcome back to our fourth and final week of our love series. Since it's the final week in February, the month of love is coming to a close. That means our series is also coming to a close. Stay tuned in March for some fun and exciting new things that you'll hear about later. But for right now, we are wrapping up the love series, talking about agape love, which is super cool and a super great way to end the series because it's the best kind of love there is. But we'll talk about all that later. But first, we're going to do some words of the week, also known as wow. So take it away. Um, That's a great question. I would say um, the weird thing about wows, like our words of the week, is that they're about last, like the previous week. So it's like every time I think about it when I try to record, I'm trying to anticipate like what my week is going to be like. Um, but for last week, I'm trying to think of it. Honestly, it was a very chill week. Um, I guess my week, my word would just be chill because I feel like I didn't really do much. Um, tried some new things. Actually, I would say it was, a, uh, it was kind of a frustrating week. Um, just with like relationship stuff, um, like with friends and like, I guess just, um, thinking about like future things that are going to be like occurring with moving to college and all the things is just like frustrating and that I don't have any answers right now. And that does not give peace. And we're never told that we're going to have peace all the time, but it is just frustrating to like sit and know that it's like, I like I was literally talking about it on Tuesday. I got home from church and my little brother's like um leader for his church group was like asking questions and just we we're just talking and he was like, So what's going on in your life? Like how's it going? And I'm like, you know, it's good. I'm just frustrated because it's hard to pour into relationships when you know that they're going to come to an end soon, you know? Um, and we're gonna talk about that today, but I'm gonna let Sophie share her word of the week a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think my word of the week would be life-giving. Last week, I had just a time and time of a lot of learning and a lot of being poured into. At our school, we had this week where it was uh, every day we would get to worship the Lord for an extended period of time and get to hear a message. J.D. Rogers from the porch came and spoke to us. So it was just a really life-giving week. And there was a lot of encouragement from different people that I didn't really know I needed or I wasn't expecting. So that was cool. Um, just a lot of opportunity. Like I was just, I looked at my journal and about half of my journal is from this past week. I just was taking a lot of notes this week. And so in that sense, it was really 
life-giving and it was also really encouraging. I'm a teacher's aide for a class at my school and on Valentine's Day I got invited to their Valentine's Day party and they made me a card and they all signed it and it was I felt so loved and so encouraged. So it was it just brightened my day. It brightened honestly my whole week. I've been going around telling everybody about it. I've been showing them the pictures whether they ask for it or not. So um my week was very life-giving it was very encouraging um and unexpected all in a good way but today we're just going to talk about agape love and all things that goes along with that so we start off with a definition so Addie will go ahead and start us off yes just like Sophie said we are talking about agape love and it is the highest and most noble form of love that is reserved for the love that God has for us Um, It's what Jesus demonstrated on the cross for us by sacrificing his life and taking on the entire burden of sin for all of mankind so that we can have an everlasting life with him in heaven. Um, And in case you missed it, that is the definition of the gospel. Um, Another thing that agape love is, um, and another website, it's just very specifically about saying agape love is perfect, unconditional, sacrificial, and pure. Um, It was demonstrated by Jesus is um, in this divine love to his father and all of humanity um and then following the resurrection jesus asked apostle peter if he loved him in the agape sense and peter replied three times that he did but the word was used um this is just like a fun fact so sorry if it's like confusing um when in translations of the bible whenever it's being translated is very clear that when jesus asked peter if he had loved him the form was agape when Peter replied three times that he did, each time it was used as phileo, which we talked about as phileo love, which is brotherly love. Um, so that being said, it's a demonstration of how these four different types of love are used in the Bible. The Lord was like, you love me unconditionally. And Peter was like, yeah, man, for sure. But wasn't using the same term, which is why we see that he like later on went to deny him. Um, agape love is a hard topic. Um, especially like to sit down and talk about it as two sinners and um, people who have never been able to give agape love and never will be able to give agape love. It's hard to sit down and sit here and be like, yeah, you can do this and this and this, because it's just like not true of us to say that we can um, demonstrate this form of love. It's just not true. There is like, no matter how much I love Sophia, how much I love my parents, I will never love them unconditionally. Um, and there are times where like, that is very clear where I'm just like very quick to frustration with my friends. And it's like, you can be my best friend and I'm still going to get frustrated. I'm still going to be upset with you at some point in our relationship. And that's because we don't have this agape love and we're unable to do it. Um, that doesn't mean that we should love conditionally intentionally. Um, like, don't hear me say that because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we should strive for agape love, but also not be disappointed in ourselves. We have to aim for progress over perfection um, because we simply will just never be able to love unconditionally. That's not who we are as sinners, unfortunately. And whenever the fall happened, like that capability was taken away. Um, I don't even know if we technically had it in the first place. Um, The only people, the only beings that like, whatever you want to say, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit only only three in one that are able to properly demonstrate agape love and the father to the son and the son to the father was the example of agape love that we say like jesus loved his father wholeheartedly and completely perfectly divinely 
and God loved his father or God loved his father. God is the father. God loved his son in the same way. And God loves each of us in the same way. Um, and I think that's just like a beautiful thing to rest in is that God's love is not conditional at all. It's unconditional and that we will sin and we will fail a million times over, but we didn't sign the terms and conditions. We weren't saying, well, we're going to sin. Like I didn't, whenever we're born, this would be crazy. I would, I, wow. And this would be really crazy if this happened. Like imagine we were born with like a sin limit. Like you're allowed to sin 10,000 times in your lifetime. And then like, once you hit that off, cut off immediately, it's like, we didn't sign the terms and conditions. We didn't like, and praise God for that, that his grace abounds and his love abounds past that. Um, because he could have made it a conditional love. He really could. If he could said this person commits this one specific sin, he is out. I don't love him anymore. I don't want him in heaven with me anymore. Um, but he didn't. And that is a beautiful truth. Um, Sophie, do you have anything to add? Yeah, definitely. I think something that I've been learning a lot recently is we've said this a lot on the podcast, but um, it's one thing to say and it's another thing to experience it is people fail and that is something that you can say and you can think but until it happens or when it not until when it happens it really um, can come to a shock and so for me I have felt like let down by things that I once held dearly I guess in my life just with different seasons changing and I felt like people have just constantly failed me but then I like thought to myself why did you expect anything less like that is what you should expect people fail that's like I fail people every day I'm sorry just true if you think I'm perfect think again um but I then was reminded and if you sit in that you can I sat in that and I was really let down and it's not a really fun place to sit in. But then I was just reminded of the beauty that um, we can, we have an unfailing God. And if we declare that and we can have, we can rest in that and we can cling to that, that when everything in this world fails, when, not if we can run, well, we should be running, but when something fails, we can turn to our father, run to our father who never fails and who has constantly been faithful. And that is the, that is what I hope is the echo of my life that I am faithless. God is faithful. And that is the kind of love that is agape. And that is the kind of love that is so like, I don't even know how to put it. It's there's, there's nothing else in this world that can do that. Like Addie was saying, everyone loves conditionally, whether they intend to or not. And so it's so hard to wrap your mind around because it is truly so beautiful. And a verse that I found, a couple of verses is first John four, seven, beloved, let us love one another for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, is God, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. 
Not one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. To me, the verse that stands out the most, that goes to verse 12, by the way. The verse that stands out to me most is verse 10. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That is number one, the gospel. And two, the beauty of agape love is that um, I was not loving God when I was born. And uh, if God didn't take that step first, then I would still be in sin and I, I would still be in rebellion against God. But because God loved us, he was the one who decided to take the step to create a way for us to return back to the Father. And something else that has really been on my heart recently is something that the Lord has been teaching me um, is that this isn't, this isn't really so much about agape love. It's about our love for God. God shows us agape love. And our response, like it says, is to love one another and to love God. And our response in loving God is obeying God and obeying what he says. And obeying um, the call on, on the call he has for our lives. And so that's just another food for thought. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, we love because he first loved us and like, like, so he's saying, it's just insane that he could ever love us. I mean, I have people fail me or, um, I see sin and I'm just like, like sin is the complete opposite. God hates sin, genuinely hates sin. It hurts him. Yet he still chooses to love sinners, which is just like insane because I see people and I'm like, "Mm, I can't do it. I can't love them. It's not possible not going to, I can't do it, but like, that's obviously just not true. Um, one thing that I want to say, and I don't think this necessarily relates to agape love. Um, but Sophie saying echo of me, like whenever she said echo of me, I was like, Oh, that reminds me. I had a friend, um, a couple of days ago and she, well, a little backstory is that I was wronged by this person or whatever, um, a long time ago, like months ago, almost a year ago at this point. And, um, essentially feelings were hurt, whatever it is, what it is. And my other friend, my, like my friend, um, was trying to be loyal, trying to be like defensive against me. Like, Hey, I love you. Let me show you my love by doing this. And like, um, basically, and how it went down, they were just hating on this person that hurt me. And she came to me and she was like, did you see what I did? Did you see what I did? Like, haha, like laughing about it and like trying to show, um, tell me what she did as like an act of love. And she was like portraying it as an act of love. And I think it did come from like a loving heart. Um, and I was like, why, why did you do that? I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, don't do that. Um, and she was just like, well, I'm loyal to you. And it just reminded me, I was, and I mean, I said this then and there, I was like, your loyalty to me as your friend should never result in hate because that is a huge failure on my part. If you think that in order to be loyal to me, you must hate others, huge failure on my, my part, like you trying to protect me, you trying to love me, you trying to love anybody and it leading to hate is such a backwards thing, guys. If you think that in order to defend a friend, in order to show your loyalty to somebody, in order to do this or this or this, you have to um, do things that don't reflect the father. That is an insult on your friend's part, because that means they are probably not doing something right. Because if you think that in order, like in saying that she was trying to be loyal to me, it really just meant that in order to love me, in order to show her love for me, 
she had to do this thing because I probably did it at some point. I probably hated on this person at some point. I probably did an action, said some thoughts, did whatever that made her think that A, it was okay. And A, that and B, that's what I would want to happen. When in reality, yes, my feelings were hurt by this person. And yes, that is hard. And it um, is meaningful in the fact that they did it to protect me. And they said the things to protect me. And they were like truly saying it out of good intentions, but good intentions um, don't always mean good things happen. And unfortunately, it just goes to show this conditional love of, oh, Addie's going to really appreciate that I did this. And it's like, no, I don't appreciate that you did that. I don't have like that deep hatred for people. We shouldn't have that deep hatred for people. Right. Um, and there's things that do hurt relationships in our life. Like I was, I've, was safe with this person that hurt me right Uh, we had a good relationship all was well and then um there was a falling out or whatever like things we're just not as close anymore and that's okay but that just goes to show conditional love um I couldn't give them what they needed from me and that's understandable and we are on good terms now and it's not that big of a deal at all but that's just conditional love and that doesn't mean that we don't love each other anymore we don't respect each other anymore because we do um and like we hung out and we talked this weekend and it was totally fine but there are times in relationships where you're like, why is this relationship failing? Why is my best friend growing further apart from me? Why are my friends in a group chat without me? And they're obviously talking about me and they can't just say it to my face. And why are my other friends teaming up against me? And why are they forming an exclusive group within my group? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And it hurts and it hurts so badly because I'm giving everything to them and I'm getting nothing back. And that just goes to show that we are broken people and we don't have unconditional love. And this whole time I can pour all of my love into one relationship if I wanted to. And the father is standing there knowing what's about to happen. And he knows hurt is coming because why am I pouring all of my love into a relationship? It's like pouring it into a broken basket or a broken vase. And it's just all going to fall apart. And the Lord is secure and steady and a firm foundation. And he is ready to take my love and turn it into beauty and turn it into something much bigger than ourselves. Because if we love the Lord, the way that we love all of our friends and all of our family members and um, all of the things that we do, maybe something good would come of it. Maybe something lasting and something worthwhile. Because if I spend a lot more time pursuing the Lord and pursuing loving like him and his unconditional agape love, which obviously is not necessarily attainable for us. But if I tried, if I just tried to maybe imitate it for three seconds, maybe I'd get a lot closer and I wouldn't get my feelings hurt nearly as much. And I wouldn't be as devastated when I found out that this person was doing this thing. And I wouldn't, lead people to hating on accident because it wasn't intentional that I led them to being rude or being hateful. It wasn't intentional. I never meant to do that, but I did. I did somehow. And something that had good intentions was rude and it hurt somebody. I'm sure it did. And we accidentally do things like this all the time. We're just careless about our sin. And I think that if we just pursued and loved as hard as we did to the Lord, instead of towards things of this world, we could fix that in some sense. If I, instead of pouring all of my hours, my seven hours on screen time every week, instead of spending seven hours on my phone, 
which I don't even know how that's possible, guys. But I, that's, that was my screen time report this week. It's embarrassing. Um, if I didn't spend those seven hours just scrolling aimlessly through social media and maybe did it towards something productive, like planning for the podcast, reaching out to other people that I know are hurting, um, sharing the gospel in intentional ways, doing all these other things, maybe we just be a lot closer to being truly fulfilled and safe and secure and an unconditional love. That's not going to change. Um, and like the counterbalance of this is that God's love is unconditional and we can rest in knowing that no matter how many times we prioritize other things over him, how many times we mess up, um, he's still going to love us. And it's easy to be like, Oh, cool. God's still going to love me in three years. God's still going to love me whenever I come back to him. I can live whatever life I want right now. I can sin. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. It does not matter because he's still going to love me. And it's easy to abuse God's grace, but that's not what we're called to do. Because if we loved unconditionally, and if we tried to imitate that unconditional love, we would be putting a lot better things into this world than we are right now. And so that's all I have to say is sometimes good intentions don't always mean good actions. Um, and nothing you ever do, no part of me ever wants loyalty to lead to poor actions. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to explain this. This was something that I was taught this week, and it goes along with that unconditional love of the Lord. And we were talking about when Peter walked on water, and um, it literally brought me to tears. It was it was so beautiful. It was just imagery in my mind was so beautiful. We were talking about it and we were talking about how when Peter got out of the boat, he was looking at Jesus and his eyes were fixed on Jesus. And I truly believe that that is where our posture should be. Our eyes should be fixed on Jesus and learning from him and um, learning from his love, like Addie was saying, to bring it towards others. But when Peter did fall, not and it wasn't just like a stumble, like Peter was sinking in the water. When he was sinking, the Lord reached out his arm and said, why did you doubt me? And it wasn't this like, why did you doubt me? That was so wrong. You shouldn't have done that. It was like, I got you. Like, why, why are you doubting? Like, you've seen my faithfulness in the past. And it was this beautiful moment where Jesus was reminding Peter of his faithfulness and his love for him. And I think that that is how um, I, how we should, we should, that's how like our relationship with the Lord should be, because it's not a matter of like when we fall, like Addie was saying, or it's not a matter of if we fall, it's when we fall, like when we sin, when we are no longer, when we are loving conditionally. And so I think in those moments, um, we, we are to turn to our father when we are sinking. And I mean, okay hold on. We should turn to our father in all circumstances, but in those moments we can turn to him with, and he has his arms wide out because his love is unconditional. And he will say, Hey, why are you doubting? Like, remember my faithfulness, remember my love. And so I think that that was really encouraging to me that, um, like Addie was saying, fix your eyes on Jesus, fix your eyes on the one who does love unconditionally, love the creator more than the created because, truly the created will um, fail you because newsflash the world is broken if you haven't heard that yet you've heard it here today guys um but we can rest and be encouraged in the fact that there is someone whose love is unconditional and is greater and is far more beautiful and 
unconditional and perfect than we could ever imagine. And that's the kind of love that should spur you on to love others because of the love that you have been shown. And like we've been saying, obviously we will get that wrong, but that should spur us on to keep going and to keep fixing our eyes on Jesus. That's all I have. That is all I have about agape love. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pray. Sorry if it's like a short episode, guys. Um, bear with us. We are about to head into a really cool season. Um, in March, we have some guests next week. It's going to be cool. And then we have a little bit of expectations versus reality. And then into a topic requested by an Instagram follower that I'm actually super pumped for. Um, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity to sit down and talk about agape love that you demonstrate so perfectly for us, God. Thank you for um, your unconditional love and that as many times as we fail you, you still choose to love us and you chose to love us the day that we were conceived and born into sin. Um, God, thank you for your actions that reflect that and your son and his demonstration of another source of agape love, God. Um, I pray that you help us strive towards this type of love in order to reflect your love better than we are now. Um, I pray that all of our reflection, all of our actions, all of our reflections um, lead others to love and not hate, whether it's through loyalty or through whatever it is, God, um, we should never as Christians be demonstrating any sort of hate or distaste um, for your creation. God, help us prioritize creator over creation. Like Sophie just said, um, and just live in wholehearted surrender to you. And your sounds to my pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Make sure you stay tuned in March for all that March will hold. And also make sure to follow our Instagram at a faith podcast for updates, Q and A's. I don't know why I said Q and A's. We don't do Q and A's. Maybe we will do a Q and A. Who knows? Um, Q, uh, suggestions that's what i was trying to say uh suggestions if you have any episode suggestions put it there that's what i was trying to say maybe we'll do q a's maybe i just created a new idea and if you have any prayer requests or just want to chat you can dm us or you can email us at ourheartssurrendered at gmail.com there's two s's it's also in the show notes if i said that too fast speaking of too fast if you feel like we you really liked what we said but you were driving and we said it maybe a little fast and you wanted to catch it but you didn't know you couldn't remember where it was and you want to listen to it again but you don't have time don't fret we have a blog you can go read the blog and get a recap of what we said so go check that out it's called brokenvesselsblog.com share it with your friends share it with your neighbor share it with your classmate we know you guys want to share it with those around you and finally leave a rating review on the platform that you're listening with spotify has them now so that's pretty cool so go check that out i'm not sure how to do that because i'm not tech savvy but addy does so ask her and we hope you guys have a great week love you and praying for you let's drive to live in hordes so new this week Mm -hmm.